KDSN 105 The Hive, 15.30 a.m. Big B and the Morning Scoop with Propane Hank. And right now we're joined on the phone with Dr. Kyle Brown from Crawford County Memorial Hospital. Good morning, Dr. Brown. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Hey, we appreciate the time and appreciate you coming on. You know, it's uh, Heart Health Month and something that folks probably are thinking about a lot, depending on how old they are, or if they've uh, got, uh, you know, uh, hereditary issues in their own family when it comes to heart health. Obviously, uh, heart attacks and strokes, those are pretty high there on the list of, uh, of uh, causes of death uh, for folks. Heart disease, obviously, is up there as well. Uh, when it comes to heart health as a doctor, Dr. Brown, uh, can you kind of tell us uh, some of the things that uh, we should be thinking about? Well, yeah, I think a, a lot of the things that you would do to just be generally healthy, like um, taking good care of your diet and uh, managing your weight and your physical activity are all important things. But uh, for your heart specifically, it's good to, to see your primary care physician to make sure that you're following up on some preventative things, like having your, uh, for example, your cholesterol checked and, and watching specifically your blood pressure. A lot of people don't um, don't worry too much about your blood pressure because often when it's high, we don't notice that there's anything wrong. We don't feel anything unusual. And when it comes to cholesterol, you brought up that. Um, mm -hmm. I've it, it Has what we thought of cholesterol and the role it plays in our life and when it comes to heart health, has, that, has our um, knowledge of it changed in the past 10 to 15 years? What I'm getting at is uh -huh. uh, I've... I've I think I've read somewhere that it has more to do with uh, genetics than it necessarily has to do with what you're eating. Is that is that correct, or am I wrong on that? No, I think that I mean the, the, all of those things, uh, the genetics and and your your diet both play a part. I think that the um, unlucky reality for some folks is that even when they try really hard and they have a, a, a really really good diet, they still because of some uh, some hereditary issues or genetic issues struggle to keep their cholesterol down, and they um, are more likely to need medication th than other folks. And uh, on, on the other side, some, some folks are very lucky. So um, uh, yeah, I think, yes, our understanding of that continues to evolve, evolve as we understand um, our, our genetics a, a little bit better. But fortunately, there are um, a, a lot of effective um, medication choices to manage that. But certainly, it's all, always nice if we can just uh, uh, fix things with diet and exercise. And we've known that's right. And we've known for many decades the role that smoking plays in um, our health. Uh, mm -hmm. When we think about it, we probably think about lungs and uh, you know mm -hmm. lung cancer, mouth cancer, throat cancer, things like that. But mm -hmm. it also has it plays a role in heart health. Uh, tell us about uh, the the negative effects that smoking can have on our heart. Sure, I think the the, the biggest thing is that uh, nicotine causes a lot of constriction of our blood vessels and and. Um, that can make your high blood pressure worse. It uh, can make things uh, in, in your periphery worse, like in your fingers and toes and places where we really get down to the smallest, uh, smallest blood vessels and we don't have a lot of redundant supply. We can start to have problems with things like, uh, like wound healing and, and that type of thing and um, makes it difficult for us to recover from infections and things like that. So anything that puts a stress on your body uh, puts kind of a stress on your cardiovascular system, and, and, and smoking certainly does that. Is it important also to, as we age and in, in our life, whether it's uh, uh, folks in our family have had it, so we need to look out for it, or whether we've kind of got pre-diabetes, is it important to screen for diabetes when it comes to heart health? Uh, yeah, I think that the um, you know the cardiovascular impact of diabetes is, is typically later down the line. So if you if you haven't been neglecting things for a, a long time, it's 
um, it's probably not the first thing that's going to bite you, but the um, but definitely it's a it's a good reason to have consistent preventative care and uh, and kind of correct things before they before they get worse. I should say, you know, I, I mentioned I mentioned smoking, and I think people sometimes have the the impression that that maybe vaping is different or, or safer, and it, it's really not. It's it's just as dangerous for you. So when we when we think about ways that we can be preventative in our health, you know, eating better, things like that, but also exercising. We think uh-huh. about these big meatheads that are in, uh, you know, the gyms lifting lots of weights, but <laughs> but being healthy when it comes to getting our heart pumping through physical activity, it's not always lifting heavy weights. There's other ways we can do it, and being active is important too. Absolutely, yeah. I, I guess, I you know, the, the number one thing you can do to take good care of your body is to move it around, right? And so the um, it doesn't take... Uh, a lot of a lot of resistance or, or strength training to to strengthen your cardiovascular system. But when we talk about cardio, what we're talking about is exercise that increases your heart rate for a period of time. And you find that as you continue to do that, you can tolerate more and more. And you'll have a lot of different benefits from that, like flexibility and strengthening, and just generally feeling better. And what's the old saying? You can't outrun a bad diet, something like that. I mean, it's important what we're eating too. Limiting junk food, yeah, and eating the I've right kinds of food. <laughs> yeah, I've tried and I haven't been able to do it. I need to, um, you know, I'm um, kind of a middle-aged fella, and the, uh, uh, the no, there's no question that I can't uh, eat the things that I could when I was younger and still keep the weight off. So I have to, uh, yeah, do a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, uh, moderation in all things. So I'm not saying that you can't um, indulge yourself now and then, but it's important to do uh, a little, little bit of everything, a little bit of exercise, a little bit of watching your diet, and, and definitely occasionally stopping by to get a checkup. And what do we know about heart health and some of uh, heart disease, for example, affecting women a little more than men, and, and why, mm-hmm. why, why is that the case? Well, I don't know that it's necessarily more uh, or, or that we've historically just underrepresented um, women. And I, uh, the, uh, uh, it, it gets into a, a bigger issue of how we've you know, looked at, the, at things historically. They're the, like the um, some of the, the biggest, you know, uh, 20th century research into understanding our, our heart health and cardiovascular system came from a, a, a deal called the Framingham Study, which is named after Framingham, Massachusetts, a suburb outside of Boston, where they followed lots and lots of people for years and years and years. But they started off mainly with white men, and, um, and that was just kind of the nature of the, the, the bias that we had in, in research. And over time, um, we've started to realize that, that, say, the classical signs and symptoms that we describe for a heart attack are really the more, uh, you could still have those as a woman or a person from another race or ethnicity, but they, um, uh, they're, they're typically the things that we see in white guys. <laughs> but so the uh, uh, chest pain is a little bit different for people that are, are female or at different ages or having conditions like you talked about, like diabetes changes the way that we um, that our nerves work and the way that we feel some pain. Uh, so uh, the uh, the classic things that we that we recognize have, have have changed a little bit over time. But things that you could be aware of as a listener, if you're if you're worried about your heart, certainly having uh, pain in the chest that that sometimes people describe as a, a heaviness instead of a, a sharp pain. Uh, anytime you have uh, difficulty catching your breath or breathing, especially. At rest, that's concerning, but um, things can be different. I've taken care of people that told me they had pain in, in their tooth or their jaw, and that was the only symptom they had during a heart attack. And it's not unusual to have, for example, radiation to your pain to the, the back or the left arm. All of those are kind of classic signs that 
no, no one person jumps right out of the textbook. We're all a little bit different. And how about stress? Stress definitely plays a role in this too. I think, and again, with all of your health, I think stress is an important thing for you to manage. We're, we're all set up a little bit different to tolerate things. And so the, um, uh, you know, the things that we can do to make ourselves uh, more at ease and to uh, reduce those things, they're going to be good for our blood pressure. They're going to be good for our overall health. And that is going to reduce our risk of, of having um, uh, a heart attack or another acute um, cardiac problem. Doctors always tell us about the the importance of getting enough sleep every night. What kind mm-hmm. of role does getting enough sleep play when it comes specifically to our heart health? Well, I tell you, one of the uh, the more recent things about sleep that has to do directly with our cardiovascular system is that we find a lot of people that have um, a high blood pressure that's been difficult to control um, will eventually learn that they've had um, obstructive sleep apnea and that they need to be managed uh, for that, which I'm, I'm sure you've, you've heard about, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners are aware of the fact that we're um, encountering that with, I think, greater frequency and greater understanding. We often um, think that it's, it's only in the context of um, uh, having a lot of uh, soft tissue or maybe an obesity that people have that problem, but that's not true you can be uh you can be very thin and still have um uh sleep apnea and still have uh uh risk of uh that interference in your sleep affecting your uh blood pressure anytime that our sleep is disrupted it it uh it causes a physiologic stress on us and that physiologic stress is uh is likely to lead to the development of problems like high blood pressure and Dr. Kyle Brown, you gave us plenty to think about and uh, chew on, so to speak, uh, when it comes to heart health. Can you kind of, uh, anything else you want to cover or, or talk about uh, when it comes to heart health or heart health month uh, before we go? Well, I, I don't have any particular relationship with the American Heart Association, but they have a lot of good stuff on their website. So if you wanted to look online at www.heart.org, um, you can check out the uh, American Heart Association's resources, and they can give you a lot of good advice on all kinds of different cardiovascular conditions. Um, and obviously, the, uh, at CCMH, we'd be happy to help you out anytime you need anything. Dr. Kyle Brown, Crawford County Memorial Hospital, thanks again for uh, talking to us today, and hope you have a good day. And you as well. Thank you so much for having me. Take care.